0: Well, the market is off to a bit of a mixed start this Monday. The Nasdaq's doing pretty well. Apple, Amazon, Google are all up. That's very good, along with uh, some of the other key names. Netflix is doing very well, Microsoft. The rally, however, is uh, a little mixed. There, unfortunately, are some stocks that are not doing very well, and it's the industrials. Now, while it's difficult to prove this, there was a lot of trade talk over the weekend, and I think it's reasonable for us to suggest that, one of the factors here is uh, concerns about tariffs and reciprocal trade agreements uh, or non-trade agreements but uh, reciprocal tariffs going into place for u.s exports and uh, both the products as well as services which is certainly something that's being threatened right now so that might do a lot to explain why the big industrial firms are down today boeing for example has been struggling basically trending flat since the middle of january and it's down about 2.5%. It had been recovering a bit after the initial tariff scare, but uh, back down again. So GE is really the only industrial firm that, for its own reasons, is up today. But otherwise, most of these companies are lower, which is uh, a, a bit problematic. H- however, I'm going to be optimistic about this because I look at this sort of thing as basically, uh, well, it may or may not be fair to say this is a, re- a reflection of the actual economic forces all the time there is a case to be made here that prices in the stock market do not necessarily always uh, reflect exactly what's going on in the real economy so whether or not the tariffs are net good or net negative the stock prices are extremely visible and very easy for political pundits to talk about so the, the fact that we're seeing a little bit of pressure here on stock prices Uh, that may wind up putting some pressure on Washington to provide, at a minimum, just more clarity around the tariff situation and what the plans actually are. And likewise in Europe. So while today it may be a little bit more of a mixed market, I think just the fact that it is mixed and not just solidly down is a reflection of uh, this persistent underlying bullishness even though investors may be seeking a little bit more clarity, especially as it pertains to stocks that have direct exposure to any kind of disruption in international trade. Now, it's also important for us to recognize that today we're uh, dealing with uh, some uncertainty in Asia, too. Now, not China in this case, but Japan. There's a scandal building over there that uh, is a pretty big deal, actually, where the finance ministry has altered some documents related to a real estate transaction to actually remove Prime Minister Shinzo Abe's signature and name. So that is, uh, as you might imagine, turning into a bit of a scandal. So far, no one's resigning over this. And the reason why this is a bit of an issue is that uh, currently the fiscal stimulus that's really been uh, driven by the Abe government has uh, got a lot of believers, at least in the financial markets. So if there's any hints that that government may be due for a change, particularly with Abe himself uh, leaving as prime minister over a scandal like this, that could definitely increase uncertainty. Now, I say that, and yet the one of the prime measures that we would try to uh, use to, to determine whether or not investors are really adjusting their uh, profit outlook uh, in Japan would be the Japanese yen itself. Now, ironically, this may be a surprise, but what we'd be looking for in a situation like this would be for a stronger yen. And it is actually a little stronger today, but not by very much. So it's it's moved about about thirty pips since. So that's in if we translate that into terms that we can understand from our perspective as investors, that's about a thousandth of a percent. So it's not very much, but on a day-to-day basis, that can uh, have an impact on just investor sentiment overall. It's pretty mild, so it's not running out of control. But it's worth watching. That's for sure because it it the movement today, as mild as it is, has been correlated with that announcement coming out of Japan. So on a a day like today, it's a positive for us to be able to look at the sources of uncertainty and to be able to more or less see the markets or asset classes that are being affected by it. But in general, we're not getting a lot of follow-on or knock-on effects uh, more broadly. So investors still seem to be Uh, generally pretty favorably disposed to higher prices in the market even if there are a few sectors like for example industrials that may lag a little bit here in the short term
1: yeah it's interesting watching how the market is opening up this week because we do have a lot of positives out there there was a report that was issued by UBS over the weekend that was talking about expectations for 2018 And they are looking for more than half of the earnings growth that is expected to come in 2018 to come from the tax cuts that the Trump administration put in place last year and the subsequent share buybacks that are going to be coming from those tax cut savings. And these are things that we can count on happening regardless of some of the potential economic fluctuations that may hit us later on this year. So as we are watching these larger corporations saving a lot of money on taxes and looking around and trying to figure out what to do with it, a lot of them are announcing more and more share buybacks. We've been talking about this here on the podcast. And if they move forward with that, then the earnings growth that a lot of people are looking for is very likely to happen. And it's hard to argue with strong earnings growth pushing up share prices. At the same time, we had a very successful auction from the U.S. Treasury today, one of the big concerns that traders have had, especially with the tax cut package that was put forward by the Trump administration, is how much debt it's going to be adding to the U.S. government. And traders have been wondering if there were going to be enough people out there interested in buying more U.S. debt to be able to provide enough demand for the increase in supply that we're going to be seeing in U.S. Treasuries. And if This morning's auction on 10-year Treasury notes is any indication there is plenty of demand out there for U.S. Treasuries, even at lower interest rates. We have been watching this 3% level on the 10-year Treasury for a while, and the auction today that sold $21 billion worth of 10-year Treasury notes came in well below that 3% level, it came in below 2.9% actually, and there was a strong bid to cover of 2.5%. So a bid to cover ratio is a great indicator of helping us determine how much demand there is for US treasuries. And what it is measuring is the amount of treasuries the treasury is actually looking to issue compared to the amount of bids that come in to purchase those treasuries. So a bid to cover ratio of 2.5 means that if the Fed was looking to sell $21 billion worth of 10-year treasury notes, there were bids for 2.5 times that amount that actually came in. And that's actually a little bit above the average that we tend to see for the 10-year Treasury note. So it's a great sign that traders are still interested in U.S. debt. They're not spooked right now about rising yields. They're not too spooked about the amount of debt that the government is taking on. Now, that could all change at some point into the future, and it's important for us to keep that in mind. And Note that as a potential long-term concern, especially as the U.S.'s debt-to-GDP ratio has risen above 100 and is starting to move higher than that. So it is still a concern, but right now it doesn't seem to be having any really big impacts on the Treasury market in terms of the Treasury having to push yields up really high in order to attract enough potential buyers. The buyers are there without having to push the yields up, and that leaves... Not only the Treasury, but also the Fed in a more comfortable position. And it tells us that we've got an opportunity for the market to continue moving higher if we see more share buybacks, if we see earnings growth, and if the underlying US economy continues to do well, we could see some nice positive movement moving forward. So, as you mentioned, it's been a shaky start this morning. We've been up a little bit, we've been down a little bit. Uh, currently, as we record the podcast, the major indexes for the S&P 500 and the Dow are in negative territory, but the NASDAQ and the Russell 2000 are both in positive territory. So it does look like tech stocks are still a hot place to be and small cap stocks are still a hot place to be as the US economy continues to do quite well. So we'll continue to keep you posted here in the podcast and of course each trading day in the Daily Market Commentary. If you have any comments or questions for us, we'd love to hear from you at podcasts at learningmarkets.com. And for those of you who are following us on iTunes, we always appreciate those positive reviews. Thanks.